kind of a bold question here, but are you familiar with self-hatred? I hope not, but if you are, I'm really thankful you're listening to this episode of Illuminated Soul. Because I want to share with you what I learned from hating myself. (laughs) I know that sounds kind of weird, but during my 10-year battle with clinical depression and anxiety, I was tormented with self-hatred, despised myself. I think part of the torment, too, was cognitively realizing You know, I knew there was no reason for me to hate myself, but why? Why do I despise myself so much? What is going on? And it seems if someone is battling with depression and crippling anxiety and stuff like that, it it seems like self-hatred is kind of woven into the fabric of that stuff. And there's a lot involved with self-hatred. In my experience, I noticed a few things. I just want to share some of that stuff. For instance, uh, some of the factors involved with self-hatred, comparison. I would compare myself often with others who I perceived as succeeding, being awesome. According to 2 Corinthians 10, 12, when we measure ourselves by one another and compare ourselves with one another, we are without understanding. Wow. And I, you know, I wonder if we, are, are we the only creatures on earth that are afflicted with comparison? You know, in my limited knowledge of the animal kingdom, you know, the birds of the air, the beasts of the field and the fish of the sea, they all seem to be pretty content in just being who they are individually. <laughs> you know, and then you get to the human race and we start comparing, <laughs> right? Uh, other factors involved in the experience I had with self-hatred, the cogn- uh, cognitive distortion called labeling. That's when we identify with our shortcomings. You know, making a mistake would mean I was a mistake. Wow, that's a leap. Just a worthless idiot because I messed up. Of course, I'm sure you've heard me say it before. When we label, we limit. Uh, Unrealistic and unmet expectations about myself, definitely, which would always end up in me drawing false conclusions about myself and how others, including God, viewed me. And then there was perfectionism in there. But what I really want to get to is is this. What is self-hatred really? When I would declare I hate myself, what was I really saying? If you do that, what are you really saying? This might sound strange, but I believe self-hatred is really a twisted form of self-centered love. I know. It sounds like a contradiction, really. When I would say inwardly or often outwardly that I hate myself, I was, without knowing it, declaring that I actually loved myself. But the question is, what self did I really love? That's the question. When someone tells me they hate themselves, I like to ask, then what idea of self, what idea of yourself do you love? And it's interesting. They always have an answer. Because when someone says, I hate myself, I believe what they're really saying is this. I hate that I'm not the self I would have made me to be if I were God. And I love this other idea of myself that I've created on my own, in my own mind. The self I think I should be. Wow. But here's the thing, that other self. That other idea of self that you love, that you think you should be, it's an illusion. Actually, I'll just say it because I lived it. It's an idol. In my self-hatred... I created, built, and fashioned out of my own imagination an image of what I thought I should be 
And you should have seen it. It was beautiful. It put the golden calf to shame, this false image I created of myself. Glorious, perfect, flawless, knew everything, never made mistakes, always attractive, magnetic, charismatic, inviting, not a hair or a step out of place. <laughs> and it was all an illusion, an idol that I loved. And I would declare my love for this idol by saying I hate myself, the self that God made me to be and actually delighted in. Warts and all. <laughs> What's interesting about idols is that those who make them become like them. Psalm 135, 15 through 18. The idols of the nations are silver and gold made by the hands of men. They have mouths but cannot speak. Eyes cannot see. Ears cannot hear. Nor is there breath in their mouths. Those who make them become like them as do all who trust in them. Ooh. You see, the idol I created of my ideal self, according to my specifications, yeah, had a mouth, but in reality couldn't speak, eyes couldn't see, ears couldn't hear. There was no breath in this creation of mine. It was lifeless. And in my self-hatred, I was becoming the same. Because those who make idols and trusting them become like them. Self-hatred drains life. It's parasitic. What to do? What do we do? Well, here's what I learned. See self-hatred for what it is. False self-idol worship. And how does God deal with idols in Scripture, especially in the Old Testament? He commands them to be destroyed. Destroy that monstrosity and embrace the reality that you are not of your own design and making. You didn't come up with yourself. You are an original one-of-a-kind creation of gods. As Isaiah 45, 9 and 10 reads, Does a clay pot argue with its maker? Does the clay dispute with the one who shapes it? Saying, Stop! You're doing it wrong. Does the pot exclaim, How clumsy can you be? How terrible it would be if a newborn baby said to its father, Why was I born? Or if it said to its mother, Why did you make me this way? I had to surrender to reality and Jesus, who is true reality, and not fight it anymore. Because God loves the real. <laughs> he loves the real. David Benner says, Before we can surrender ourselves, we must become ourselves. For no one can give up what he or she does not first possess. Before we can become ourselves, we must accept ourselves just as we are. Self-acceptance always precedes genuine self-surrender and self-transformation. Real knowing of ourselves can only occur after we are convinced that we are deeply loved precisely as we are. And there it is. You and me being convinced that we are deeply loved precisely as we are. And that journey takes time. I realized I battled with self-hatred for a decade because there were things in the way. Past traumatic experiences. We all have wounds that I just didn't want to address that I didn't want to talk about, that I didn't want to accept. If I, it, it, Part of self-acceptance is accepting all that has occurred to us, addressing it. It doesn't mean keeping it, but we can address it so that we can work it out and, and, and then grow and transform. Knowing that we are deeply loved precisely as we are. Yeah, it's a journey that takes time. And if you're like me, it it could even involve the help of a trusted pastor or counselor 
in layman's terms, I just had a lot of junk in me that I refused to deal with. And it manifested as self-hatred. And there just came a time to deal with it. And it was a little scary. It was at times painful. But so worth it. So worth it. You know, it's never fun cleaning out. If you've seen my garage, <laughs> right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's never fun cleaning out a, a dirty, disgusting, packed garage. It's never fun. <laughs> I mean, for most people, right? It's just, oh, uh, I have to do it with mine. I mean, it's like, oh, I've just been putting it off. But the truth is, once it's done, oh, that space, the open space, it's amazing. You know, but it takes time. And there's a lot more I could say. The good news is, uh, actually, there's there's a lot that I've said regarding this in, in various forms and fashions uh, in previous podcast episodes. So I want to encourage you to to listen to uh, even even the most recent one entitled Let's Talk About You. Or listen to uh, an episode entitled Emotional Reasoning Equals Trouble. There's another one called the I Am Not Investigation, uh, the Arrival Fallacy, or Meeting Unmet Expectations. These, these are things I would share with you, but they're, they're already shared. They're, they're, they're separate episodes, basically. So uh, dive in. Dive in. I'm reminded of the words of Jesus from Luke 18, 14, the message paraphrase. If you're content with simply being yourself, you will become more than yourself. That's proper self-acceptance. I love it. Thanks for letting me hang out with you. You are loved. Uh, please, uh, if you haven't, get the uh, free Access More app, and you can catch up on previous episodes, the ones I, I, I've shared with you today that will help in your journey of self-acceptance, coming out of self-hatred if you battle with that. And check out the other faith-based podcasts at accessmore.com, including Dr. Dodds. That dude rocks. He's got this integration of uh, uh, theology and psychology and counseling. He's I mean, the dude's, dude's just brilliant. So he, he's another podcast that I would uh, heartily encourage you to engage with, courtesy of accessmore.com. Okay, I'm Craig. Thank you so much for uh, listening to Illuminated Soul. 